Welcome to Cage Minds. I'm Micah Frankel. First time today, I get to talk with Joshua Weems. Sir, how you doing? Doing great, man. Doing great. Glad to be here. Appreciate your time today, sir. Know that you got a fight right around the corner. So first off, where does this fight journey begin for you? Where does this MMA journey start? Man, um, to sum it up in a shorter story, uh, basically a good friend of mine, Jason Cephalou, uh, we were uh, arch nemesis. We uh, we fought in uh, in school together, and uh, he ended up going and doing martial arts, and uh, we we became friends after we fought. You know, uh, that's how young young kids do. You know, uh, we we're probably about thirteen or fourteen, I would say. And uh, he went on to be a badass and uh, learn all kind of martial arts and have a great amateur career. And um, I moved away to Florida. Well, I come back to Mississippi and he's, uh, you know, down his amateur journey. And I just he invited me to the gym and he was nice and very humble about it. And, uh, you know, of course, me hard hit. I'm like, hey, man, I want to get in that cage and I want to spar. And, you know, he uh, he, he he was nice about it. He didn't beat me up. He uh, just grappled me up and kind of showed me what real real martial arts was about. And I was hooked ever since, man. And, uh, yeah, I've had uh, always had a passion for um, for for martial arts. I would say I, I never thought it was something that was I could do as a kid. I don't know. I just didn't think that was something we had growing up uh, around, you know, our our area. We just didn't have a bunch of we had karate. But it wasn't a lot of martial arts gyms, you know, me and my brother, we had Spider-Man gloves and we beat the crap out of each other. You know, we, we, uh, you know, it's probably why I'm tough because my older brother, but yeah, so I've always wanted to be a fighter, but never knew it was possible until, uh, Jason Cephalou, uh, now he's known as Jason Eastman. He trains at, um, American top team. He's a killer flyweight, uh, about to be going to the UFC soon. So uh, watch out for that guy. Uh, but yeah, I would say, uh, he's a big credit to my uh, start in MMA. You hooked immediately. It was just love at first grapple. Oh, dude. Yeah. Like getting completely dominated uh, in everything. I was like, oh, man, I can't let that happen. You know what I mean? So because uh, I've just always been really competitive uh, no matter what I do. You know, I even preach that to my kids. You know, it doesn't matter what you're doing. If you're picking up dog poop. You better do it better than the next person, you know, um, and just, you know, take pride in everything you do. Um so, yeah, man, I didn't want to be uh, that guy who could get uh, dominated, I guess. And I had a good friend that that did it. And I was like, man, this will keep me disciplined. Uh, you know, I just always had, like I said, always had a passion for it when I was younger. And uh, just all started there. I actually moved my my young daughter and uh, my wife at the time, uh, still at the time. I've uh, been with her since I was 15. But, uh, yeah, we moved to Mississippi and we started it, man. I've uh, been, been at it ever since. So. Definitely, uh, definitely been a great journey, you know, been some ups and downs, but, uh, more ups than anything, man. And, uh, I think this fight is, is definitely just gonna keep everything rolling, you know, get me back to where I needed to be. Look at your resume, six different forms of submissions on there. I believe at least I, I might be wrong. Cause some of them don't actually say what the submission came by. Did you know right away you were going to be a grappler? Man, uh, actually, no. Um, hold on one second. I'm sorry. Actually, no, man. I, um, I've i always, when I first started jiu-jitsu, uh, our coach at the time, Jarrett Bex, 
he would teach stuff and it was so foreign to me. Like uh, just, just looking at jujitsu is foreign. And I caught on to the striking uh, really good. I thought, you know, and uh, I just felt more comfortable on the feet. I, st I still uh, love to keep the fight on the feet when I can, but uh, I love the fact that, you know, you can finish a fight on the ground when you're in a, a losing position. Cause oftentimes I end up pulling out submission wins when I'm, um, not necessarily dictating fights. I'm more so may maybe being controlled at the time, and I find a way to win. Um, and I, I credit that to my jiu-jitsu coaches, uh, Nick Jones, uh, Randall Powell, um, you know, David Favre, uh, Jared Becks, um, all these guys, you know, they, they've, they've really gotten my jiu-jitsu crisp. And, you know, I go out to uh, Jackson Wink. I go out to Brian Hall's gym in Memphis, um, all these different schools. And I, uh, I'm, I'm always training with black belts, and I, I'm confident on the ground. So, I, I've gotten to where I'm like, if it hits the ground, it's cool, man. I just, I hate getting taken down. I'm like, dude, come on, man. We got to get better at wrestling. So been really working the wrestling, trying to get the wrestling defense up because I want to be the one that's dictating. Uh, as you know, all the dominant wrestlers right now are doing really good. So just want to be able to do it, do everything. You know what I mean? Not uh, necessarily, oh, I've got to grapple you. Oh, I've got to strike with you. I just, wherever I feel that I need to, possibly take the fight i want to take the easiest path to victory because as you know this is a brutal sport and uh i want to be in as long as i can i love the sport so um i want to uh, you know get the w and not take uh any damage man be the mongoose strike and don't get hit you know on the 14th it's gonna be golf coast mma 19 taking on fellow ufc veteran brandon davis were you seeking out a match a like this somebody with some name recognition somebody that's going to really add some luster to that resume oh yeah man we uh after my last fight i don't know if a lot of people know or i uh, was dealing with a slight injury no excuses i'm always in the gym i live in the gym my kids know this my wife anybody who knows me knows that um i was actually taking a little time off man um four-day notice uh, in the UFC when they called my last fight. Basically, what I'm getting at is I was not at my full potential. Um, so it uh, really put a bad taste in my mouth because I was coming off of a, a win for the Fury belt, and I was sitting in a good spot, but I was uh, tweaked something out at Krause's gym, uh, and the call came. Of course, that's how it happens, and I'm a fighter. I wanted to take it. Uh, what I'm getting at is I told him after that loss, I said, I need somebody with the most followers – or the biggest name I can get. And I don't care if it's LFA. I don't care if it's Fury. I don't care if it's B2. I don't care who it is. And uh, actually, like three days later, Brandon Davis, you know, basically there's there's no secret in it. Uh, Brandon Davis is uh, somebody I, as a young amateur, I looked up to, you know, um, he's from Mississippi. I, uh, I started my career and he was a professional. Um, he's a dog. He, he, he uh, I think he's a, I think he's a great fighter. Uh, he's a family man. He's got two young boys. Um, but the respect goes out the window when you sign that contract and uh, you're in my way. Uh, so I love the fight with Brandon. He's had, you know, 10 UFC fights. Um, and he, he hasn't had a fair shake as long. I, I didn't get a fair shake. Um, the reason I say he didn't because he took a lot of short notice opportunities and uh, it wasn't the smartest thing, especially after me uh, taking that one. I'd be like, nope, that's stupid. You know, I'll, I'll, I'll uh, I'll wait and I'll, let's do at least a small camp. But I love the fight. I've been motivated every single day because he's a dangerous opponent. Uh, but it, he's honestly with, and I say this with all due respect, I really feel like 
he's got two good attributes. And uh, I'm going to expose the mixed martial arts side of this fight. Like, I feel like this is a fan, like a, a, a fan favorite matchup. You know, he's a tough dude. He comes to strike. Uh, but I'm not just a striker. I, I'm going to wrestle. I'm going to I'm going to look to throw elbows and knees in the clinch. Uh, he's long. He's a smart fighter. I'm going to look to trick him. Um, I'm in great shape, man. Just came back from, uh, you know, Albuquerque. We, uh, uh, Maurice Jackson, uh, Maurice, you know, he's been really putting in the work with us. Um, we, we did, we did some good stuff out there. Um, all the coaches out there, you know, pushing it. So I think, uh, just being in good condition and bringing the pace to Brandon is what's going to make the difference in this matchup. So I'm super excited, man. Um, I think, a good win over him puts me back in the spot I was after the Fury fight where I can make a smart decision on what we take next. And I'm okay with a two-week notice fight. I'm okay with 10 days as long as I'm in shape. And the whole problem with the last fight is I didn't have time to water load and I missed weight. I missed weight twice. Both was on a short notice things. Uh, one for a series, one for the UFC. So their excuse was I didn't make weight. Uh, go make uh weight and get you a couple wins, but I'm not gonna take a couple wins. I'm gonna get this. Th this is the fight right here. You know, uh, he wants his job back. I want my job back, and it excites me every day when I train. So uh, I I'm excited for the matchup, and uh, it's just it it's gonna. I think it's gonna be my best performance. And uh, as long as we we cut the weight right, like we've done every fight, we uh, we refuel right. Uh, we've got plenty of time. There's no excuses here. You know, we've both had plenty of time. Uh, I'm just ready to put it on the line, man, and uh, show why I belong uh, back back uh, in the UFC. Like, cause I know that uh, I get I get a little bit of a, a camp. I'm gonna I'm gonna get my hand raised, and that's what my ultimate goal is. Not for the UFC necessarily. Uh, well, it is because my my young kids have been watching me for so long. Like, uh, hey, daddy, when are you gonna fight on the big screen? You know, when are you gonna be there? And I finally got there, and I and I failed, and uh. In their eyes, I failed, you know, um, because they're young. They don't see, you know, hey, it's short notice. Um, and I don't make those excuses to them. I just tell them, hey, watch, this is this is what it takes. I'm going to come back and I'm going to I'm going to do what it takes to get my job back. And I'm going to show my kids more than anybody that I can I can get that win in the UFC. And then after that, I'm, I'm OK with going to Japan and fighting. You know, I don't I don't care. I can take my career anywhere. I just want to. uh like Donald Zeroni, the getting inducted to the Hall of Fame, like that was awesome to see. I, I got that's what every real fighter lives for those moments, um, you know, with their career, like a real fighter. And uh, you don't you don't do that by taking easy fights. And I just want to get back, you know, I want to get to the UFC and take hard fights and and just have that kind of career, you know, whether it's in the UFC or later down the road. But I know I got to get back to the UFC so I can get my hand raised, show my show my kids that uh, that story is not over. You know, because I've always told them I got to get in the UFC. I got to get in the UFC, and then I I got there, you know, and then I got uh, you know, I, I got beat, but you know, I didn't look like I didn't belong. So um, I I know I belong there. Just got to show that on the 14th. Back on the fight that you're having on the 14th, real quick. Is this a dream matchup for you? You said that you looked up to Brandon growing up, coming up against a little young fighter there on the Mississippi scene. Is this almost a dream matchup for you? I I wouldn't go there. Um. I just I, I I've always pulled for Brandon, like always. I always pulled for Brandon, um, just because anybody from Mississippi, dude. Like I, I represent Mississippi on my back. Uh, we don't have much, but we got each other, and uh, I've always pulled for him. I, but I've always knew this fight was gonna happen. That's what it's like. I it's like me knowing like if T.J. Dillashaw was a little younger, like I know that fight's gonna 
going to happen. You know what I mean? Like, I know where I'm going to get to. And, like, that wasn't the level that I looked at Brandon. You get what I mean? But uh, it's definitely not a dream matchup. It's a matchup I knew that would happen. And it's a matchup that really, really motivates me and excites me, though. Do you feel like this is a, a good test for you on the feet? We see what Brandon offers. He's been known as being some high-level guy's striking coach, so he has that kind of reputation. Do you think it challenges you there in that area? Oh, yeah, for sure, for sure. I'm going to have to uh, think smart, move smart, um, uh, eat a shot or two, but uh, we're not going to take them flush. I move my head really well. Um, I've, I've, I've taken some TKO losses, and I've learned a lot from that. We've done a lot of punch block defense. Um, I, I credit that to Johnny Little and Jonathan Jackson, my uh, James Horn, you know, all my head striking coaches and uh, MMA coaches uh, just and then, of course, my, my, my work ethic going out to these different schools, getting different looks, uh, you know, keeping the, the hand position and right feet moving. That's the biggest key with Brandon. Uh, don't be a sitting duck. Um, yeah, he uh, I think it's going to be a great striking match, but I'm not just going to I think it's going to be a mixed martial arts fight. Like he's not going to be able to stop what I'm going to bring. I'm going to mix it up on him. And it's if it if it stays on the feet, it's because he's doing what he wants to. And that's not going to be the case. Uh, I, I'm going to, I'm, I'm okay with standing, but I want to make him think about everything. You know what I'm saying? So I'm going to dictate, uh, this is going to be a, a little bit different fight, uh, because we've changed some things, man. I, I've, I've had to, man. I'm, I'm always the one backing up. I'm always, and I, and I will back up some, but I'm, I've got some, some things I'm going to be doing, uh, to, to stop that, that backing up the whole time. Um, we don't have a cage where I'm from, uh, in my little gym, man. So, uh, you know, if you don't have a cage, sometimes you don't know when to take center. You know what I mean? Uh, so going out to these bigger schools that's got cages and stuff, it's been really great um, to to learn to take center a little better, um, not just back up, you know, know that there's going to be an object there. Um, yeah, uh, just, just learning every camp, dude. It's been it's been great. And I think uh, I think this matchup is going to show uh, greatness through both of us. I, I think that uh, if he has slept on me because he trained with my, my old coaches, um, back, back years, years ago, he trained with my coaches. Uh, so I think he thinks some things about our, our style, but, uh, if he slept on me, that's, what's going to happen. He's going to get slept. It's going to be, I'm going to get his neck. I'm going to get, I'm gonna, something's going to happen. I might get my first knockout if he, if he gets caught slipping. Uh, I just, I, I feel like Brandon's that guy who's had a long journey and he's either Two mindsets. He's either pushing to get back to the UFC, which I think, and that's what I've trained for, or he's looking at me like, ah, I've been in this sport for a long time. This cat don't, you know, I I, I knocked out his boy Jay or need up his boy Jace because Jason Seville, the guy I talked to you about, right? Jason Eastman. We all trained together back in the day. I didn't train with Brandon though. And whenever Jason left our school, he went to Brandon's school first, and uh. And, like, I think they kind of, you know, just exploited some of the things that our old coaches used to teach us. And uh, that's not – you know, that was eight years ago. <laughs> uh, if you haven't changed then, uh, you, you really uh, – you won't – I wouldn't be in the shoes I'm in. So, I don't know. I'm I, I'm kind of, um, you know, prepared for, for, for both uh, things. I'm, I'm, I'm basically uh, stating those things because uh, if he comes out there um, not motivated – 
I'll, I'll know very fast, and so will the fans. <laughs> so, uh, but I think he's motivated, man. I, uh, like I say, he's got two young kids, so that's a lot to be motivated for. Uh, he's been back to the UFC already once, uh, so why not be able to make it back twice, you know? But he's not going to make it off my name, that's for sure. Um, I, I, I'm going to get my third pro title, and uh, yeah, I'm, I'm envisioning every different way of winning because, like I said, it's not got to be a knockout. It ain't got to be a submission. I, I, I don't. It, it can be points. I'm okay with it. Um, I, I just got. I'm going to get get it done, and it's going to be a great, great fight. I'm not going to be holding back. I think. Uh, I think just our styles, man. It's like you know, you know those two styles that you're like always looking forward to watching. I don't know. Just two two styles, and they end up being like not a good fight. That's just impossible with me and, and me and Brandon. This is impossible. So I just feel like uh, that's what I've told everybody, all my people. I'm like, dude, our, our our ticket alone. I don't know about all these other fights, but my ticket alone, my fight alone is worth the price of the ticket. So <laughs> come to the fight, buy the uh, the online event, uh, uh, streaming event, something. Just watch this fight. So you seem highly excited for this one. The fight with Brandon. Uh, gotta ask. We brought it up already. Were you surprised by the release from the UFC? You said you missed weight. It was a short notice opportunity. Christian gets the win. Were you surprised that you're now back on the path to trying to get back your job? Or could you kind of see the writing on the wall that this could be a possibility? No, nah, I had no idea. I wouldn't have took that. Uh, no, nah, it, uh, it was a huge... I could have I could have took that two different ways and and been really discouraged, you know what I mean? And uh, when I think about it, I just I just want to go hit the bag. I want to go run because uh, I got that message at five a.m. on Wednesday, uh, three days after I took that fight, and I was promised a four fight contract. That's why I took the fight, and I get emotional because uh, that's my career, it's my life. Uh, but it's also a good kind of fuel emotion. Like I'm talking about, like. Like I said, I could go hit the bag right now because oh oh y'all cut me, y'all cut let me show you why you shouldn't because I will I will, my every time I come just like in the Christian fight I came to fight man four days notice I came to fight, uh, it don't matter if I miss weight make weight whatever I'm always gonna come to fight, uh, but it, it motivated me because I'm not in a bad like I, okay what I'm I'm ten and three um. Really, technically, eleven and three. They don't give me my my bare knuckle MMA fight. Regardless, uh, uh, ten and three. I'm twenty eight. Uh, let's go get two wins. You know, get back in there. Uh, I, I I'm not gonna let it uh discourage me. Um, that's what I at first it want. It really did want. I, like it bothered me mentally. Uh, but that day I was running. That day I was hitting the bag. That day I was I was pushing it because I got that message at 5 a.m. So, uh, yeah, man, it's, uh, it's, it was, I was definitely shocked, super shocked, man. Uh, but it, it, it taught me how cutthroat the business is. And, uh, I don't think it was cause of the missed weight. I think it was cause I didn't have any followers. Um, and I didn't get the win, you know, I, if I would have came in and, and got the win, they would have been like, you know, all right, cool. You know, that was, that was up to me. That was my job. I should have won that fight. And, uh, I made a mistake and got beat, and that is what it is. It's my job now to correct these things, come back and show why I need that contract. I need that three fights. Just let me show y'all, you know, that I belong because I, I do belong. I know I can fight with any of those guys right now that, that's not ranked. Uh, you know, I, I, I'm not going to sit there and 
go above and be like, oh, I can fight anybody ranked and beat. I'm not going to have that guy. I want to prove myself and prove it to myself, and then I can get, you know, move up the rankings. But I know I can compete with these guys in the UFC. Uh, I've trained with some of them, and, yes, training is different than a fight. But, uh, yeah, man, they're all human, man. When you get in front of them, when they get punched in the face, they have that same reaction as as another pro fighter. You know what I mean? So just because they're in the UFC or Bellator or something like that don't make them any more special uh, in that, you know, in, in a sense of you can't respect them too much. And that's how it will be with Brandon. So, yeah, I was shocked, but can't let it discourage me. I ain't discouraged. I'm uh, coming back stronger. That's it. The philosophy for training. How, how did you discover this open-mindedness where you've mentioned – being home there in Mississippi. You mentioned Krause's spot when he had that there in with Glory MMA. Then you've mentioned Brian Hall's Academy, the law school. Shout out to Brian Hall. Mentioned Jackson Wink, Maurice Jackson. Where did you gain this philosophy and open-mindedness to search out training in so many different places? Uh Really just watching the sport, being a fan, man. Uh, that's just for real. Watching that the elevation of some of these fighters, how good they're getting. And um, knowing that uh, it's up to me. Uh, we have a really small gym. And if you don't have a room full of guys that's ready to, to, to get to the end goal of where you're trying to get to, you're not gonna you're not gonna be able to have that confidence, not be able to grow because you and your small team can watch things and learn and grow. But the confidence that I get going out here and sparring with Steve Garcia's long, strong self, uh Aaron Pico, I mean, just tank, you know what I mean? Like just sparring with uh, all these guys, Aaron Mitchell, you know, all these different cats that are really good, uh Diego Brandau. Uh, just all these cats that are real good. It gives me the confidence when I make that walk, you know, and uh, getting all these different looks. So, I, I mean, just I think just watching the sport and seeing the the, the growth and wanting to to want to get with guys in my weight class to know that I am who I think I am because I train with guys that are bigger than me out here. And I'm always having to back up. I'm always having to, you know, deal with somebody bigger and longer and like, for me in my career, I've got to have somebody that's my speed. I got to have somebody that's my size that I can that I can learn to land my jab on because he's my height, not a man that's 88 inch reach, reach like James Horn. You know, he's a middleweight who's, you know, and I don't spar with him much, but but he's one of the options that I have, and there's not too many pro options in my in my in my team. So uh, outside of Caleb Harris, who's a great bare knuckle fighter, and I get a lot most of my work in with him and Jonathan Jackson, uh, who's another great. I mean, really transitioned to fifty five now, but he was always been a hundred and forty five pounder. But again, just trying to get those different sizes and different speeds, and and obviously different coaching and drills to bring back home. So um, I guess that mindset started whenever I lost on Contender Series, probably a little before that, but. Um, but yeah, right around that time, man, just wanting to continue to grow and and realize that like some of these guys are going to all these different gyms and there's a reason behind it, man. There's a reason. So uh, and, and I think more so the reason is just getting the different looks. You get what I mean? Just building those bonds with some of the coaches uh, and, and getting the good elevation because here in Mississippi, it's not like the same as, you know, 
7,000 feet above sea level, you know? So we got April 14th, MMA main event. Both of you guys are hungry. You're looking to both get back to the UFC. What do you think this fight looks like? Um, I, I, I honestly see it be, I've told all my people don't plan on the after party with me. Uh, I got a little bit of scar tissue in these eyebrows and I'm sure I'm going to be getting them stitched up. I'm okay with that. So my mind's prepared for battle and not for, 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 for having fun. I hate when fighters do that. Um, where I'm going to have, he thinks, he thinks I'm stepping in his backyard. <laughs> oh, I got, I got about 60 people coming deep with me, uh, so they're going to be making some noise. And uh, I'm so grateful for the support team I've got. Um, it's going to look like a bloodbath. I think I think we're going to make each other very bloody. I'm going to hit them with some ninja shit. Uh, I spin, and uh, I've been getting creative with those. And uh, if he watches this, try to stop that spin and see what happens. Because the mangles is going to get him. Uh, a lot of things we've been correcting, uh, not just spinning. Those are going to come in the, in the right timing when I trick him. Uh, but just, uh, I think it's going to be a bloody fight, man. I think we're going to both test each other. I think it's going to go five rounds, man. I think it is. I think if, if, if my, remember the two mindsets I said, he's going to have, if he's got that number one mindset that I think he's got, which he's hungry and trying to get back to the UFC, we're going to have a war and it's going to be everything the fans thought it was going to be five rounds of just pure violence. Uh, but, uh, if he didn't do his homework, he's on gas and I'm going to get him in the late rounds because I don't gas. I don't gas. If I'm in shape, I don't gas. Uh, so I, I, I really, I really uh, think it's gonna be a five round war. Uh, and if anything, I'll catch him slipping in the later rounds. Uh, that's where we'll we'll look to do our most uh, work uh, in those championship rounds. But uh, I'm gonna be busy the whole fight. That's the thing with this fight: mix it up, bring the pace, bring the action, wide open style, baby, from the bell. Are you expecting to bring in a, a different version of yourself? It sounds like you've left no stone unturned. And I know being injured, not having the performance you wanted to last time, I'm sure there's just an extra level of motivation from yourself to be this new version that you believe you can be. Yeah. Yeah. The You, you hit the nail on the head, man. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm completely mindset more than anything, man. Uh, yeah, no white flags, man. I'm, I'm, I'll, I'll, I'll be ready for every, every scenario, man. Um, I have, I, I think that I will be a slight bit changed, um, but that's going to be more of my mental game and uh, a little bit of in my movement, and we'll see that in fight night. Uh, but no, I'll always be the me. I'm going to be freaking tricky, unorthodox. I'm going to be twitchy, and I'm going to bring the fight to you. Don't, I, I, that's the one thing about Brandon. He's like a Donald Zeroni. He uh he gets good as the fight goes on. So you can't go out there and give him to no respect. So this baby have the bell on the first first round. We bring it, we're gonna have the high pace. Ain't no feeling out process. Not not with me. I'm gonna know exactly where them arms are and I'm gonna get around them. <laughs> I can't wait. It excites me, man. I just got done literally burning up like three, three and a half pounds. A lot of it was water, you know what I mean? Just putting in work, but I, I I got plenty of energy and excited, and uh, and this is at 150 pounds. You know, I'm walking and staying about 148 to 150. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna cut it smart like we always. Everything's working out perfect, man. Everything's working out perfect. The exact same. We uh we're good, man. I, I'm I'm 
I'm I'm great. It's uh like I said, actually three hour drive. It's really not that bad. I'm gonna uh, go day before. We're gonna wake up, and cut weight there. So we got everything mapped out, man. We're ready. Joshua Weems, it was great getting to talk to you. Thank you for the time, sir. Man, thank you so much, Micah. For real, man. Hopefully, uh, after I get this belt, man, we'll uh, get back on and uh, chop it up again. You got it, definitely. Sounds good, brother. Appreciate you, man. You have a good day.